Med Family is a show about a family journeying through medical school with kids and navigating married life. Tag along to see how we got here and where this journey is taking us. Hello, welcome to another week of our podcast, Med Family. I'm Eric Acker, the host, with Karen. Hey, guys. We are, again, doing another kind of a quick update podcast because we're getting down to the wire for Step 2 CK and... Uh, we don't have a lot of new information to kind of go over because really my life consists of waking up, going to the study area, doing the studying, and coming home. Uh, so my, my life hasn't changed a whole lot. There's not a lot of, a lot of real cool insights I can give into the third year medical school experience because how, you know, how often do you really want to hear me talk about how I go into a room and I do blocks of 10, 20, 30, 40, depending on how, what I'm feeling like at that moment on untimed tutor mode and <laughs> and then just try to do as many as I can in the day. I, I, I mean, after a while, like, you know, I don't think you really need to hear me continue to say that over and over again. That's essentially what my life has been like for this no, dedicated. And this week, I think we are trying to emulate test day as many days as possible. So get a workout in the morning, get some protein breakfast, go study, keep doing protein bars throughout the day as opposed to one big meal and kind of take it that way but really that's the only kind of somewhat change that we've done this week besides and i mean it is test week as well so on thursday it won't be as hard into studying as uh i'll study i'll probably try to do some questions i don't know Uh, most people i've talked to maybe did a half day of studying if that (laughs) it's hard to keep your mind focused but you don't want to you don't want to slip and that's my biggest concern is on monday mornings i uh, after taking Sunday off, I usually feel like I'm super dumb, so I don't really want to slip too far off of my off of my game. But at the same time, you don't want to tire yourself yeah. out where you're just like I'm brain dead. I don't want to. I I can't do another day of this, and on, you don't want that on test day. So yeah. So really, the only things that have changed is we're kind of looking towards post test. Obviously, we'll we'll make up our list of all of the places that we will want to apply, try and get everything uploaded into the online application so that when it goes live and you can submit it, we can submit it, making sure that all of the people that Eric asked from le- for letters of recommendation from have all the information that they need to post that. And then like Eric's going to get given a few jobs to do so that <laughs> <laughs> so that he uh, doesn't just dwell on a test and get anxious. Yeah, I've been, so. I've been compiling some tasks that are relatively menial. Not really, Maybe menial is not the right word, but just mindless tasks. Like, for example, I've been working on getting Karen a keyboard for her iPad that I just recently fixed up. <laughs> and I found this really good deal, which uh, <laughs> if I pair off of what I did with the iPad like that deal could have been really bad but this really cool deal is like this is a whole keyboard it's it's the keyboard I want but all the keys are missing they're not missing they're in a bucket next to the keyboard so I'm going to get this keyboard hopefully sometime soon after my uh, step 2 CK and I'm going to 
reattach all the keys to this keyboard, which will probably take just like maybe an hour or so. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Hopefully it's smooth and easy. Hopefully when they took the keys off, they didn't break them. Uh, so we'll see. It's, it's another one of those mindless tasks I get to do. I got plans to do oil changes on both of our vehicles. I got plans to get tires for my truck. I have a lot of random tasks I, I kind of want to get done. And, and of course, uh, we would want to go take at least the two oldest to the Air Museum. We'll, we'll figure that out. Maybe a trip to Savannah. I'm not sure. We'll see. I don't know. Just a lot of random tasks that I'm not sitting there thinking about all the questions I had and which ones I missed, and whether I'm actually a complete failure, if, I'm, <laughs> if med school really isn't what I was supposed to do. You know, it's the, the imposter syndrome. It's the second-guessing everything up to this point. I mean, we, me and Karen had this conversation where it's kind of funny because you, you take the MCAT, you get a, a, maybe you got a really reasonable score, maybe not, and you go, okay, well, I'll apply to med school, and you don't get in. Like, and that's, that's my story. I didn't, apply, I didn't make it into any U.S. medical school. So you're like, okay, uh, I'll go to the Caribbean route. You kind of go through the Caribbean route. You take all the classes. You, you do all the tests, and you're passing everything. And, you know, at some point, you're like, okay, maybe I am meant to be a doctor. <laughs> and then you get to step one, and you're just like, ah, oh, nuts. You know, like, this is, like, the real first test. The real first test to see if you're, you're really cut out for this because... You didn't make it into a U.S. school. You didn't make it into any of these things, whatever your situation is. And so these are your first tests. Every, everyone's taking step one. Every U.S. student is taking step one, has to pass it in order to move on. And, you know, we passed it. We, we, we got past step one. And that was about a year or so ago uh, when we started this podcast. I had just taken step one, and we were waiting for our score, essentially. So that you would think would be like oh, an, an affirming situation like okay i belong in this field i belong here i i am doing the work i'm getting the scores but then naturally you do an entire year of core rotations and you do you know your first couple of shelves you're kind of freaking out about like oh my gosh what am i gonna do and then i don't know after your third or fourth shelf you kind of like okay I, I i understand what these shelves are all about i got this unless you're like me and you you missed your 10 questions on the last <laughs> shelf and you're like oh my gosh what am i doing <laughs> i still pass thankfully thankfully i don't recommend that um but <laughs> don't recommend I, I recommend passing i don't recommend <laughs> skipping 10 questions so now we're up to ck uh step two ck now we're back to like you know pre-medical school like do i even belong kind of questions I, I'm going to try to be optimistic and say, you know, just kind of push through it. You, you do know the information. You you put in you put it in the work, and if you put in the work, honestly, it'll pay off. Keep trying to learn. Keep trying to grow. And anything you can do, you should hopefully, you know, if you do it, it'll pay off. Yeah, use the resources around you. I, Eric's talked to multiple people that have already taken the test. I mean, obviously, they can't give him. It can't be like, and on answer question number 24 <laughs> in block three, you're going to have these questions. Yeah, but <laughs> it, it, it's been more affirming than not, and that's that's good. And well, then, it's, it's a plus and a minus, so it's nice to talk to people who've taken the exam because then they can tell you maybe certain focuses the exam had. Or, hey, I didn't see a single question about this. So like, you can kind of go, okay, I can kind of drop this aspect of my study. You know, or maybe I, I can pivot to these topics a little bit more. But, of course, like there's like multiple forms of this exam. So you don't really know. They don't know. 
if they took one form and you talk to another person and they took a completely different form or if they took the same one they just have very different answers that they came to so and it's like you know, it's a 320 question exam about so these guys don't know you're not gonna remember like, you, you remember like i don't know maybe a dozen questions because the ones those are the ones that like eat at you a little bit they, they pick at your brain you're just like what is going on and i mean i was talking to one of my friends today who had just taken it over the weekend and he was going over a few questions that he was like was bothering him like he was like i basically the question presented like this and i just i couldn't figure out exactly what it was i thought maybe kawasaki's disease so i picked this answer and was like well what about co- uh Sackey's? Do you think that might have been an answer choice too, or possible? You know, might have been on on differential. And he was like, "Oh, I didn't think about Kasaki." So like, <laughs> you know, but like, you know, I'm gonna have like that a dozen times, you know, during this test, where it's, it doesn't click in your head like the first time you read through it, and then I don't know later on, it just like eats at your brain until finally you're like, "Oh, that was that." Oh, so hopefully you don't have too many of those, but. In either case, I've been talking to a few people just to try to get an idea of like the difficulty of the exam. And by by at this point, a lot of people in my term were roughly on the same page. Like we've been getting pretty similar scores. We've been all doing pretty well. So that's all something to kind of lean back on and go, we we've gotten this far, and people are passing. People are getting through. So if they can do it, I can probably do it too. And, and that's not, you shouldn't always compare yourself to your peers per se, but, and sometimes it's, it's a nice barometer, like, hey, they took the same shelf I took, and they got a pretty similar score, so, and they thought the shelf was about the same as what I thought, so if we have similar thinking processes, then we should be in the same ballpark, right? So that's, that's a benefit, but it's also, like, even now, like, I talk to a few people, and some people are like, it's really hard. I'm not sure what happened. I'm not sure what I got. And some people are like, it's pretty straightforward. It's pretty easy. And then, of course, you go onto Reddit and people are like, it's very vague. <laughs> and so it's like, you don't really know. Don't ever go onto Reddit. It's just, <laughs> Reddit's full of people. It's a wormhole. <laughs> Reddit's like, Reddit can be great and has its great qualities. But sometimes you're, it can be a kind of depressing series, especially if you're like, you're, you struggle as a student, you're, you're working, you're trying to do as best as you can, but you're, you're just not getting the 280s. Like you're, not, you're not really going to hit that 280 mark on the test. And then you go on to Reddit and people are like, oh, it was the worst. And, uh, you know, but, you know, I passed. And then they break down all their self-assessments and they're like, oh, I got a 240 on all my self-assessments and my free 120. I got like an 85 and I was averaging 80% on the U world and that test was terrible. But I, you know, I, I barely scraped by with 270 and it's just like, go, go away. You know, like nobody <laughs> wants to hear from you. Like, I mean, congratulations, you know, good for you, but like, don't act like you are going to fail when you are pulling great numbers on all your self assessments. Like, obviously you're smart and you know the material very well. Um, people like myself, I think we're smart, but we get tricked, I guess. I would say like the questions ha- are very geared towards like finding maybe some of your weaknesses and then exploiting them. At least at you world, that's the case. So anyway, <laughs> getting on a tangent here, but uh, mostly you can talk to a lot of people and kind of get an idea and try to figure out what works. 
And my, my general question I like to ask people is, in the last week, what do you think was the most important thing to focus on? Because it, this is like, this is the crunch time. Obviously, I'm in my last week and you can do more questions, which is what I think uh, one of my friends recommended. He just said, do some questions. I look over the free 120 and do some questions. Maybe look at the USTFPF guidelines. And yeah, that's, he's like, just kind of do that. And he, he said that the day before, he just watched a few quick biostats videos. So he was kind of refreshed on certain biostats processes. And then he's like, that's all you got to do. <laughs> that's that's what you should do the last week that's you know kind of hit your stride and that's essentially what i'm i guess i'm feeling right now is there's a part of me that goes well i would probably be more confident going into this test if i had two more weeks if i took two more weeks to study and go over every fine tooth detail of all my previous practice tests and continue to knock out another 20 percent of my q bank and maybe go through my uh, USMLE RX QBank, which I haven't really touched, which is unfortunate. It's kind of a waste of money, but not not because the QBank's terrible, just because I've been focusing on UWorld. I have no time for USMLE RX. And in either case, I think if I had two weeks, I'd be more confident. I do think that I am on that upslope of, you know, I'm doing better, I'm getting better and better, I'm understanding things more and more, I don't have to consult my notes as much or at all on some of my blocks, I'm getting decent scores, I'm only getting tripped up on some certain things that, you know, are more obscure than others, and of course I'm reading the explanations and understanding it so I don't miss it the next time, so I, I feel like I'm getting better and better, and so... You know, maybe on Saturday I will have hit my peak, you know, and in two weeks, maybe I will have plateaued for two weeks and sure, I might be, feel more confident going into it, but maybe also more burned out. And again, we talked about this last week. I have rotations I have to kind of get to, and we have schedules and timelines that we have to get. We obviously have to, number one priority number here is to pass step two, like failing mm -hmm. step two sets you back quite a bit. So number one priority is to pass. I don't think that we are headed to a fail. So I, I don't, you know, at this point you had gun to my head, you know, you know what, what score am I going to get? Not a clue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hopefully north of 214, you know, that's, that's essentially what we're going for here. I mean, obviously we're going for something high. We hope it would be lovely to get like a 240, 250. I don't know if that's in the cards, you know. Uh, I think at this point I'll be happy to get like 20 points above my, my step one score. We're, we're just gonna go for it, and we're gonna we're gonna try our best here. And again, all the preparation that we've been doing, not just on questions and self assessments, but the lifestyle of trying to go to bed on time, get enough sleep, wake up in the morning, exercise, you know, take care of your body, eat healthy-ish during the day, you know, doing questions, kind of building up the endurance, like all that is kind of prep prepping us for that marathon of the exam so that hopefully on Saturday, I, sorry, Friday, Friday. I'm not taking it on Saturday, I'm taking it on Friday. <laughs> hopefully on Friday, I show up, I'm well rested, my brain's ready to go. Uh, it's, you know, obviously for marathons, and I haven't ever ran a marathon, so any of you out there who have, you can tell me. But how I've seen people do it is they, they, you know, they run your quarter marathons, your half marathons, and you as practice. People don't generally run marathons every day until the marathon that they actually want, like until they get to the Boston Marathon. But, I mean, you do run your marathon every now and then, but you don't, like, 
that's part of your practice, your daily practice. You don't want to run 23 you know, miles. So getting getting there closer to the, the question numbers. And then on test day, it's going to be a little bit more of a push. But, you know, that's test day. It's going to be letting the anxiety, letting some of the adrenaline kind of push you through the test. So that's that's the plan, I guess, at this point. I don't know. We're, I'm sure... If it goes badly, we can look back on it and point out, you know, the fatal flaws. Uh, we'll have, we have a audio chronological history <laughs> of all the fatal flaws we might have made. Uh, if it goes well, uh, I'm sure we can still point back and see, like, okay, there's there's some improvements that could have been done along the way. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, at this point, we are just. Plugging away with what we have, right? Yeah. And most of the, the information I've been getting is pretty consistent, at least as far as, you know, what assessment, what should you look at as a great, uh, a good example for step two. And generally that has been uh, the free 120. It says generally it's about like the free 120 on question length, but complexity is slightly less than the free 120. That's what I was told by a friend today. Which is, I guess, good. I don't know. I, free 120, I was kind of pressed for time, but not as much pressed for time as I was for UWorld. So if it's still the same length as the free 120, I will probably be okay. Uh, as far as complexity, I think, uh, you know, full disclosure, cards on the table, we got a 66 on the free 120, which is an okay score. It's not, a, from what I can tell online, it's an okay score. You can obviously do better. Uh, you can also, also obviously do a lot worse. Uh, <laughs> so, and... The, you do three blocks of 40, and on my third block, I just didn't have my head in the game. I got kind of distracted that day uh, during that period, whereas my first two blocks were kind of cruising along just fine. So, anyway, we're I feel like we're getting we're in good shape. I don't know. Yeah, and we're well. I have I have big plans for the the two weeks that we have post post test. I don't think Eric realizes what he's in for, but I don't know what these plans are. What are these plans? Oh, we well, I have been slowly like pulling stuff into our room that it's like we need to go through and get rid of or donate. It or, looks very claustrophobic in here now that I actually look around a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of stuff in here. I, there is a lot of stuff in here. I, I've tried to get rid of as much stuff as possible so that post. Post baby, there isn't too terribly much to pack up when we have to move, and we, I don't have as much around the house that I actually have to clean up myself, um, because that is getting more difficult. We're what, thirteen weeks away? Crazy. So, so I don't, I don't know if Eric realizes <laughs> what he's I, in I, for. Now that I pause and think about it, yes, the room is starting to feel like the walls are closing in a little bit, but. Yes, we'll have work to do. We'll have work to do, I, but I I, I, I... I hope that we can get it all done, because I know I have application stuff to do. I have... Yeah, obviously the school stuff comes first, but... I think the supplemental applications due on the 15th of September. Yeah. And obviously, and if I start my rotation on the 29th of August, I, yeah. I may not have as much time to, <laughs> to No, devote. we want to have all that done by the time it leaves. Yeah, and I, I was talking to a few... Uh, we, friends who are also working on taking step two and uh, of course everyone's trying to juggle all the requirements to graduate requirements to do the match at the same time as step two it's so hard to when you cram your dedicated time into like about three weeks 
to think about match stuff like letters of recommendation, filling out every, all the little details on the ERAs, supplemental applications, and then we have to do as uh, IMGs, we have to do the uh, English, English proficiency, proficiency test, which isn't just like something you just log into the computer and do. You have to actually go to a facility to do that. And then we also have to do a uh, OSCEs, which is kind of basically what step to uh, CS was. And since that's no longer a requirement, ECFMG kind of still sort of requires something like that. At least our school requires it. And so that's what we do. We do OSCEs, which is essentially a bunch of iHuman cases. And so that's got to get done. <laughs> uh, I think I found out today that the English proficiency test has to be done by the 1st of December. So that's something okay. I need to kind of keep in mind. Uh, yeah, just, and again, of course, we were working on away rotations, and so we have those lined up and trying to get all the paperwork in for those. <laughs> it's just, there's a lot going on, but in the, like, the dedicated time for your step two, it's really hard to look back or look at it and go, okay, I'm going to take three hours today and devote to doing this paperwork or writing this and doing that. Because you're just like, but three hours away from step two studying is three hours less of step two studying. That could be, you know, three points. It could be 10 points. I don't know. And your anxiety kind of takes over. And so at least for me, it's been like put, press pause. I'll try to do some of the clerical work and paperwork as I have a little bit of time, as I have maybe the headspace for it, or I just don't have the headspace for questions. And so I, I'll just do something else. But I think for this entire week going into uh, Friday is just going to be step two focused anyway. Yeah. But yeah. I, I'm looking forward to all the, the honey-do lists that Karen has for <laughs> me, which, I mean, again, it's going to be uh, decent distractions to kind of keep me from obsessing over my score, which, of course, like you get about three weeks later. So you don't want you can obsess about it all you want. You just it's not going to make gonna it come. Anything, it's yeah. not going to come any sooner. So. Yeah. yeah. And then oh, anything else that we. We have kind of going on at this point. Uh, so Karen still kind of runs the house and keeps it keeps it, keeps us uh, alive and afloat here. <laughs> the the kids have been a little bit of a handful lately, and still doing speech therapy. And but I feel like you've been getting out of the house a little bit more lately. Yeah, we've been trying to get out of the house a little bit more. Uh, we are gonna. One of the things on the honeydew list is t- we need to by September first we need to sign up as intent to homeschool again so we'll do i mean that takes like five minutes it doesn't yeah it's a quick paper that you just email in and i just we just need the computer because it has a special code and so you need to make sure that you have it on file in case you get audited yep so just just little things we never really stop i mean we haven't been doing full-blown school but we haven't really stopped doing the beauty beauty of homeschool Um, is you don't have to have you know a, a nine month schedule you can just do 12 months and as you can do it, you know, those sort of things. It's a little bit more flexibility in homeschooling. Yeah. Well, and I was just thinking, like, I don't know, with the new baby, like, how there are going to be some days where it's just too much. And so I just want to make sure that they don't get behind. So uh, we've been doing doing pretty good. I think Nora's probably a little bit ahead, ahead and Oliver's maybe he's he's doing good on some some things and other things he just really hates. So, I mean, it'll all even out in the end. So, yeah, that's that's pretty much, I mean, on the home front, we're 
We've got doctor's appointments within the next couple weeks. Nora's going to get her eyes checked again. I have the lovely glucose test. Yuck. And yeah, I'm preparing for Eric to be gone for two months. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, when we get, hopefully we'll get a schedule of what my uh, first away rotation is going to be like, and we can maybe plan something there so that I can possibly be back a little bit more than just between the two rotations. I, I As I understand, like Karen's been rightly probably so is thinking that I should probably go from uh, northeast Georgia and then travel to Kansas City, which is my second rotation, and just do that and spend the night in a hotel somewhere along the way. That way I'm not getting in late or doing a one-day trip, which is like a 13-hour drive, and that way I'm ready to go <laughs> before the rotation and not dying. Uh, I think that's probably smart, but it does mean I might not see her that weekend, which is a little sad and depressing. I do actually like seeing you, but <laughs> it is a, a perk of being married is that you actually get to see your wife every now and then and spend time with each other. <laughs> it's uh, I do like hanging out with you. You seem to be an interesting person. <laughs> and then after seven years, <laughs> still, still pretty interesting. Uh, but, you know, just like, uh, you know, Junior says in uh, Storks, make a plan, stick to the plan. Always deliver. Yeah. So either way, uh, <laughs> sorry. We don't have young kids. <laughs> yeah, that's all we watch is kids' movies. We had to, I think Nora was seeing the entire way back from church the other day. We, we don't talk about Bruno. That was the only <laughs> line of the song that she knows. And it's like, oh my gosh, anything else with that. <laughs> well, there's other people I know who are uh, maybe a little bit further behind us that are set, getting set up to take step one. Uh, I think one person I know for sure is taking it like step one the day before I'm taking my step two. So I hope she has a, a good step one and gets her pass that she's looking for. And then if you have any questions for us, any suggestions, any recommendations, whatever, you can reach out to us at uh, Instagram, uh, MedFamilyMD. Yep. Karen is looking over that stuff. She is the, the social media uh, intern for us uh, <laughs> and then uh, of course you can find our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Spotify etc any place you like to listen to this podcast you can find us there uh, if you would like to like and rate the podcast that would also be appreciated and then you of course if you want to share it uh, we are working on some special episodes I know that was a little bit more fun and a little more interesting than listening to me talk so I we are working on trying to get a few but again most of my cohort of friends and people I am in regular contact with are busy busy studying for step one and step two and so hopefully once that season has kind of waved goodbye we can snag a few of them do some kind of looking back reviews and and looking back at medical school and see if we can get any good content for you guys so stay tuned for that and we're hoping to kind of get a few in the bank so that when i'm on my away rotations there's some flexibility in case uh, time is not allowing for us to do updates so Either way, I hope you guys have a great week, and we will see you next week. Bye.